0: That's the Holy Rosary. That's the Catholic faith. The whole Catholic faith is in it.
1: Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your Rosary on the Road. Let me make sure that I've got my microphone adjusted here so I'm not shouting into everyone's ears. I know the things are not always perfect in the recording, but we do try to get them as close as possible to something tolerable. We are on our last joyful mystery today, and that means the last mysteries of this series. We prayer request today. It's uh, actually a long time coming. It was something that took place some time ago, uh, and... Uh, something for which I was supposed to pray at the time, but we had so many things going on and I wrapped up the series before December in such a way that I wasn't able to get to it. Although I'm wondering if I ought to say a prayer for that ambulance just went flying by. I have no doubt that you heard that. I don't know where they're headed, but, uh, God knows all things. So if you could offer a quick prayer for whomever that's headed to and, uh, for whatever reason and all the people involved I think that would be a good thing to do we're still going to pray for the uh, baptism of little Aurora uh, who was baptized uh, last year just at the end of the year and uh, we're going to pray for her well-being for her family's well-being and if you have any prayer requests I encourage you to send those in to Daily decade requests at proton.me that's decade d-e-c-a-d-e requests in the plural at proton.m for Michael, E for Elizabeth. That's the email address, but you can also reach me on Telegram, uh, on Gab, and on the Fediverse. I'm on the post instance P-O-A dot S-T. And all those places you will find me at the Daily Decade. Please feel free to send me a message with any prayer requests you have. Any questions about the show? Any comments? Any criticisms? I've, I'm all ears. I absolutely love to hear from people. And now more than ever I've got, we just passed a hundred thousand individual listens. And since I don't listen to all of the episodes that I publish, I know that none of them, none of those are me. So that's absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I don't know what to say about it. It took me by surprise last night when I opened up the app and saw that... And this is just since I started uploading on Anchor. This doesn't include all the stuff that I did um, on uh, Pod... I forget what the heck the other name of the uh, podcast uploader was um, something star it wasn't subscribe star it was something else like that anyway I, I had six, eleven. I had 11 episodes uploaded there and ever since before that I was publishing everything on telegram and really the bulk of everything that I've had has been those all the episodes of the first series that I ever did put together amount to somewhere in the vicinity of 400 recordings and they account for probably less than 10% of the total listens that I have in the new series. you see it published as V2 episode whatever. Uh, that is the bulk of the, of the listens that I've had. So really I, I have to give all the credit where credit's due the people that have been circulating this podcast, this prayer cast, on their websites, exodusamericanus.com and americana.org recently, and everyone on Telegram that shared it, the uh, at Corpus Christi page, the at Pill page, uh, Alethea, who I've mentioned before. For the life of me, I can't remember what the at is to her page, but uh, there's so many of these Telegram channels that have shared the Godcast uh, at the Godcast they're on telegram and they've been a huge help in boosting the show <clears throat> all of these people have brought this out there and in the last year I've seen tremendous growth and I I only br- I bring it up not to boast but rather because uh, it's and I know it sounds like humble bragging you know it, you, oh I've got this great accomplishment I have all these people that I can't wait to thank but no I, I really would feel like I had done something wrong if I didn't say something because it took me so much by surprise I, I'm not a big this isn't a big recording I'm not getting a ton of views uh, compared to you know some of the YouTube channels out there and I'm not on YouTube uh, but for me to have reached a hundred thousand years and hopefully one percent of them uh, that's that's a hundred people if one percent of them, Take up the rosary. Uh, that's if 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 one percent of all of those listens result in someone picking up a rosary and praying it. Well, that's a hundred people that have that have prayed the rosary. That's that's beautiful. And, and that's a hundred people that can go tell other people that they found the rosary. And I hope that you do. I hope that it's don't just don't just talk about the show, but talk about the rosary. Pray the rosary. Get other people to pray the rosary. It's an amazing thing to have in your life. It's a weapon. It's a tool. It's a, a, a means of... of uh, it's a balm. It's a salve. It's something that uplifts and relaxes. It's it's everything. It's everything that you need it to be. St. Paul says, to be all things to all people. All, all saintly and holy things and holy people are like that. And the rosary is one such thing it can be what you need it to be because the only thing that it really is is something that draws you to God and there's nothing you need more than that so I hope that this helps uh, spread the rosary gets you to pray the rosary and, uh, and draws all of you all of us closer to God closer to the Blessed Mother and closer to sainthood, personally. Anyway, that's that's my long talk that I usually my, my monologue that opens this thing up. I just couldn't let it, let it go by without mentioning uh, that listenership. To thank all of you for tuning in here, and remind everybody that I am praying for you. I pray for everybody on, that listens to this show, uh, and uh, and certainly I I want to solicit your prayers for. Uh, for Gordon over at uh, americaner.org uh, and uh, for Roscoe and uh, and for and for Walrus over at Exodus Americanus uh, and and Luffy too. Luffy's the 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 second uh, second seat over there now uh, all three of those guys all four of those guys including Gordon uh, are absolutely marvelous human beings really just wonderful human beings and uh, and have been doing good work so, please do pray for them. Pray for their well-being, pray for their salvation, uh, because they are, uh, they are in their own way each trying to do God's work, as we all are. Now, having done all that sort of thing, the, the, uh, the mushy, uh, I'd like to thank the academy bit, uh, we can go ahead and actually do what we came here to do, which is to pray me get my rosary out and we all get our rosaries out, and put ourselves in the presence of God and pray uh, for little baby Aurora and for her parents and her family, uh, and for their well-being, their salvation and their strength and for her godparents too, for strength to uh, be what they need to be, what God expects them to be, what Holy Mother Church expects them to be and that this baby might grow up to be a saint." In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who by the Holy Ghost was conceived, was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The fifth joyful mystery is the finding of the child Jesus in the temple. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping from this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy unto us. And after this, our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. O God, who didst deign to send thine only begotten Son, who by his life, death, and resurrection didst purchase for us the rewards of eternal life, look with favor on us, that meditating on the sacred mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. John the Baptist, who said unto those who came to thee for baptism, the first baptism, bring forth fruit, therefore, worthy of penance. By thy petitions, we humbly beg the spiritual good of the child and handmaiden of God, Aurora, Of her parents their strength their good example of her godparents the same and of all her family and she herself throughout their lives fruits worthy of penance that they may enjoy without delay upon the call home that heavenly home of rest and peace which thou now enjoyest and to which all the servants and handmaids of God are called by our Lord, in whose name we pray, Jesus Christ, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost livest and reignest, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us, that we may bring forth fruits worthy of penance, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle, be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. on the finding of the child Jesus the blessed mother says to him son why hast thou dealt thus with us we have we have sought my, thy father and i have sought thee sorrowing and christ says as everyone knows the response how is it that you sought me did you not know that i must be about my father's business Now, when we discuss the sorrows, the seven sorrows of the Blessed Virgin Mary, one of those sorrows is the loss of the child Jesus, going to the temple. And this is, as the church understands it, the nearest the Blessed Mother ever came to experiencing sin and what a sinner experiences. Not because she herself sinned by losing Christ or even came close to that, but rather because she was able to experience the loss and the distance uh, from God that we experience when we fall into a state of sin and she was able to experience this without the accompanying sin and that is usually how we reflect on the finding of the child Jesus that this is the Blessed Mother Experiencing, and we we focus on her because it is her rosary. We focus on her and on her experience of this loss of God that we experience in sinfulness. But there is another level to it, and we have this running theme that we've been doing this series on the joyful mysteries, uh, that there is a, an echo uh, or a uh, a mirror of salvation history to be found in all the joyful mysteries and you can walk through the old testament leading up and actually here we have saint joseph and the blessed virgin mary at the very end of the waiting period leading up to the coming of the messiahs they are representative in many ways of their contemporaries because they seek christ sorrowing not knowing what he is doing, not knowing why he has come, not knowing what his what his purpose is in remaining in the temple. Now that's not to say that the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph did not recognize Christ to be who he was. They knew that he was the Messiah, they knew he was God in the flesh, they knew all of the things that we know about Jesus, but in this case they stand in as representatives of a sort of metaphor. It would be wrong to say it's a simile, because they're not like the Pharisees, but here they are a metaphor for the Jews at the time of the coming of Christ. What is it that they were looking for? Now Christ does this when he when they talk about Saint John the Baptist after he's been beheaded. What did you go into the desert to see? What is it that they what and he says this to them when they come to the garden? What do you seek? Whom do you seek? Always throughout the scripture, he's constantly asking these people, "What are you looking for? What do you want? What are you, what do you, what are you seeking?" He knows what each of them seek, and they each seek their own uh, different concerns. Some of them actually are looking for the Messiah as God intended to send him, and that those are the people that that discover him. You know, I was reading uh, the scripture last night, where in the Gospel of John. I was reading the resurrection of Lazarus and uh, when Martha goes out to meet Jesus first uh, both she and Mary uh, protest to Christ that if he were present their brother would not have died and Martha is she understands that whatever that's, that's God's will she has accepted it and resigned herself to it And Christ says that your brother will will rise again. And her response is to, again, confirm the dogma of her faith, that that he will rise again on the last day in the general resurrection, something that was believed in by those who held to the faith of the Old Testament. And Christ responds with, I am the resurrection. And both Martha and Mary... Uh, end up confessing that he is the Christ, the son of the living God. And this is a phrase that's used for Christ. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Martha says it. St. Peter says it elsewhere. Uh, He says, who who is it that you say that I am? When he's interviewing the apostles, they say, he asks, who do people say that I am? They say, well, some say St. John the Baptist come back. Some say Elijah, one of the other prophets. Who is it that you say that I am? And St. Peter responds, With Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Nathanael, when he first meets Jesus and he says, I beheld thee beneath the fig tree, Nathanael responds, With Thou art the Son of God, Thou art the the Son of God, Thou art the King of Israel. They, They all recognize that the Messiah is the Son of God. There is a uh, and a relationship of the Messiahs to God. And they all recognize that Christ has not come as a conqueror or a king. They recognize in Jesus, who remains simple and impoverished, they recognize in him the Messiahs that they have been expecting. So they know what they're looking for. But that is not true of the the other Jews and in fact right before the resurrection of Lazarus Christ has fled to the hills so and and uh, the Jews have attempted to stone him to death because he outrightly said that as the son of God he is the, uh, he who they who see me see the father that's the discourse that he's just had before he goes into the hills this is the point when St. Thomas uh, says let us go down and die with him Because he decides he's going to go see Lazarus. And he knows that the Jews still seek his life. And so St. Thomas, ever the warrior, the brave mind, says, let us go down and die with him. Not ride down and conquer, but let us go down and die with him. The others are looking for a worldly king. This is why they keep asking him. Show us some sign that thou art the Christ. And he says, I... Look at all that I've already done. And you don't believe my words. You don't believe my words because you're not of my father. Uh, he, he does this to... Uh, he accuses them of this elsewhere. You do the work of your father, who is the devil. And he was a murderer from the beginning. And he's predicting his own death there. And when St. Peter says... And when St. Peter contradicts him that he should not be crucified, what does he say to St. Peter? Get you behind me, Satan. For thou savorest things that are of man, of the world, and not of God. The people that seek after Christ, not knowing him, not knowing what they're looking for, these are of the devil, of the world. How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? This is a question that our Blessed Lord asks Mary, and she doesn't know how to respond. She just keeps it in her heart. He's saying it not so much for her as he is, and because she ultimately she repeats this. You know, she, she tells St. Luke about it. St. Luke's had the Blessed Mother sit for portraiture. And so he had an opportunity to give long interviews with her and collect his gospel largely from her accounts. He was fortunate enough that she was still alive. He was able to get uh, an account from her. And no doubt, St. Luke and St. John, writing the gospel at very similar times, end up having some measure of overlap. St. John having experienced it all directly, but also from the account of the Blessed Mother. This is why you have such a long nativity account in St. Luke, because he's drawing directly from the Mother of God. it, it might St. Luke might as well be, you know, it's sort of like how you have an autobiography and a biography. In many ways, St. Luke is the Gospel of Mary, uh, insofar as a, a lot of his source work is done through interviews with the Blessed Mother. Now, that inevitably means that all of these things that she holds in her heart, that she remembers... These are things that get passed on to him. And they make their way into other, other little bits of it, overlap with other Gospels. Christ knows, being God, what is going to happen here. He's speaking to us as much as he's speaking to the incredulous Jews of his own time. How is it that you sought me? After the, after the resurrection, he's even asking the apostles that question. How is it that you sought me? In what manner? In what way? Have you sought me seeking vengeance on your enemies, that I should spread fire upon the earth and consume the nations? Have you sought me for an excuse? That's how the Samaritan woman sought him at the well. She said, Ah, I perceive that thou art a prophet. My people worship on this mountain, the temple built by the kings of Israel, nor the northern kingdom. But the Jews, you people, worship in Jerusalem, which is correct. She's looking for an excuse. She wants him to say, wherever, you know, you worship where you worship. You find God where you find God. He's there. He's out there. And if you're a truth seeker, you'll find him. That's what she wants him to say. And he says, no, truth is with the Jews in Judea, in Jerusalem, not with you Samaritans. I have pity on you. That doesn't make you right. You're still cast out, but I'll give you an opportunity to come in. Seek me as you ought to seek me. Seek the living water that you draw from the well of God. That's what he says to the Samaritan woman, and he brings her along. He, converts her there and that entire Samaritan town is saved because of that woman well because of Christ really but she takes to heart what he says and she converts in that moment but she sought him in the wrong way first and he gently corrects her and he spends his entire career trying to do the same thing with the Pharisees catching them in all the tricks that they lay out for him and St. John and the Blessed our Blessed Lord both accused them directly and criticized them. You generation of vipers. What a terrible thing to say to someone. St. John says that. Generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of penance. And the Pharisees were people that understood penance. They were very strict in their observance of the law. They understood sackcloth and ashes, all of that. They just didn't apply it correctly. And when St. John and the Blessed Lord speak to the Pharisees, they also issue a warning to all of us. Bring forth fruit worthy of penance. Know what you are. Not like the apostles who called, who sold Christ to bring down fire upon that town that rejected him. Ye know not of what spirit ye are. Know what spirit you are. Seek him in the way that you ought to seek him. How is it that you seek him? How is it that we seek him? A wonderful question to carry us into Lent. How is it that we seek him? Do we seek him for ourselves Do we seek him for him? Do we seek him as the Jews that were lost? Or do we seek him as the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, sorrowing? If we seek him correctly, we will find him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.
0: The moon is the symbol of Our Lady. The moon is for those in darkness, and I think in a special way for sinners, so that if we but look to her, who is the moon and derives all light from the sun, they would never fall into an abyss. Now this is the rosary.